Here it is. This is it. We've done it. I can't believe we made it this far. That's what... (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't make sense. That would have been a great one. For the the hundredth time, we sit in your kitchen and record an episode. Isn't it weird to think? It's very weird to think. That means roughly... I don't know, we had a couple weeks, right, where we had a couple episodes in a week, but, I mean, we've been doing this for almost a hundred weeks. Yeah, almost. That's a lot of weeks. Yeah, and we've got, our future topic tonight, we'll, we'll get into some of those, crunch some of those numbers. Yes, we will. I'm going to quiz you on how well do you know this show. I and I guarantee it's not very well. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. My name is Chad. No, I'm Kevin. And thank you for going through this with us. This is an athletic training podcast. Yeah, we've got some fun stuff. Episode 100. I don't even know what day this is coming out. Tomorrow, we're recording this on Sunday. November 30th, so I think, right? November 30th. Yeah. yeah. Last day of November. Wow. Almost December. December. Do you... So, Thanksgiving just happened. Thanksgiving just happened. So... And I'm just now over my hangover. <laughs> wow. Good for you, Pete. Not only food, but adult beverages. You know what didn't help? I'm convinced. That was one of the worst hangovers I ever had in my life. Oh, really? Yeah. That's and it take, something. that takes a lot. Um, I gave blood the next morning. Oh, thinned it out. Yeah. So I think, I the think there was something. Yeah. There was something there. Like, the rest of the day, I was just like, I was not feeling good. Oh, that's too bad. And I did not. I I mean, I drank a lot, but I didn't drink any more than I normally do during a podcast. <laughs> Got Bloody Marys right now. Well, yeah. It's Sunday. It's football Sunday. I got to have a Bloody Mary. Which, very soon, you will be able to see Kevin's Bloody Mary. I don't know. You want, I don't know if you'll be able to see it. When we start live streaming this thing... <laughs> If, Which we promise is coming Zing, very, very soon. If Zinzang wants to, you know, be the unofficial sponsor of, you know, Zinzang, 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 Zinzang. What is Zinzang? Is that a Zing Bloody Zang Mary mix? is a Bloody Mary mix, oh. which I find to be the best store-bought Bloody Mary mix. Is that a local? Nope. No, a, I'm pretty sure it's national. Zinzang. Zinzang. I've, I've not heard of that one. If you, well, I, and I mean, I think. It kind of brings up a good topic amongst the rest of the world, not the Chad Henneberries of the world, but um, Bloody Mary. What's your favorite Bloody Mary? Now, remember, I, w- I think we ma- we have brought place? this up before, not only with donuts, with the Long John stuff, mm-hmm. which but you were then, proven wrong. No, I, I <laughs> yes, still I still don't think I'm <laughs> wrong. Um, Bloody Marys. I I challenge anybody that's from another state other than Wisconsin. And I'm going to lump in, like, the Chicago area, not the entire state of Illinois. Um, I challenge you, you think you know what a Bloody Mary is, because you don't, unless you've been to Wisconsin. I just can't imagine, and again, this is all foreign to me, but a Bloody Mary in in the down south, in the heat, just doesn't sound good to me. Ooh. I mean, that's a fair, that's actually a very fair um, assumption. I, I think in the heat... Bloody Marys are not a go-to. Nothing like some warm tomato juice in your gullet. Well, I mean, it's not. I mean, there's ice in it. You know, it's just not necessarily a 
It's just heavy. Re- it's not a ref- yes. It's not a, like a a crisp, refreshing drink. It's really just hair of the dog, but we're gonna add some spices and things like that to just try to hide the. Hey, here's some vodka. Did you say hair of the dog? Hair of the dog. Oh, come on, really? You've not heard of hair of the dog? No. Oh God. All right. Well, I explain that to me. So I would assume you would have known this just because you worked for so many years in restaurants. But hair of the dog is basically saying, okay, so you're hungover from drinking last night. What's going to cure your hangover the easiest is just have a drink. So hence, well, a Bloody Mary was I've heard invented. Get back up on the horse. Um, I've not so heard that hair would, of the dog. So what that happens would, if you have a that dog? That would with... be different. That would be different. I would. I would. How? I would claim get back up on the horse is like, all right, let's just start drinking again. Yeah. Yeah. So a Bloody Mary generally, well, 50% of the time it leads to drinking the rest of Sunday and you're having Sunday fun day. 50% of the time it works every time. The other 50% of the time, somebody just has one in order to dull the hangover effect because, oh my God, I don't know if you just heard that. I'm sure you did. Sorry about that. (laughs) Chad just dropped his microphone and he wasn't even holding it. No, it's not my fault. Chad, do we have to buy you another new microphone? Yep. Oh my gosh. What are you doing over there? Yeah, you're thinking. You know what? We're going to hold the microphone all day. (laughs) This is going to be great. Forget the pop filter. Oh my God. I think the pop filter is a little overrated, don't you? Yeah, well, I think that's what, yeah. I mean, we have two pop filters, basically. We've ruined the show on episode 100. Oh my God. We have ruined the show. This is We've ruined Christmas. Unique, New York. Um, we'll see how hot this gets. Maybe I'll actually be loud enough for the people to hear me for once. Maybe, maybe they're going to pick up the dog drinking water too again this time. <laughs> <laughs> I think people love it. I think people love it. Um, so that was where was I? A literal mic drop. Yeah. Um, on episode one hundred. Yeah, hair of the dog. Just get get yourself some some alcohol in your system because what you're really going through is withdrawals of alcohol that's what a hangover is okay so give yourself a little little bump (laughs) and you'll be good (laughs) (laughs) all right and i'm i'm a super weird one because i will drink of a bloody mary and a coffee at the same time you're chasing graham how you doing graham what you doing over there i don't i don't know i don't know if he's ready to talk yet That's Graham trying to talk. I don't know if he's talking yet. I can hear Did he it. say anything? <laughs> yeah. Good job, Pooch. Oh, man. This is an athletic training podcast if you uh, are still with us seven and a half minutes into it. Yep. And um, I don't know. Should we should we give them any more for the, the intro? Yeah, I think some? we just got one more thing, okay. and then we'll get on to a fun show that we have. I think it's already uh, fun. It is the holiday season. We just want to remind you that... If you want some candid athletic training apparel, you should really consider doing that in the next week or two. Get it in, get your orders in by the second week of December to guarantee that those deliveries happen. I just looked at the stats and that, I mean, if you, if you order now from our website and because we, we do use a, we use a third party, um, kind of printer and shipper, um, your orders are being fulfilled within three to five days, which is which is pretty good. Yeah. Over considering like the last like three months or six months, 
Um, but that's not going to get any better in the next few weeks. I mean, these these companies are going to get overrun because of how many online shoppers there are in it right now. So get your orders in, please. Um, make make the folks in your family happy and your friends happy. Make, your, make yourself happy. Oh, wow. I mean... I didn't know it was going to be that kind of show, but um, <laughs> FMK really. We don't we don't have any of those products on our website, but if you'd like us to in, <laughs> look into um, the more adult variety, we can. The after show. I mean, we we definitely could. We could spin. We could get some lube or something on the <laughs> some on the can, shop. I mean, Canada lube? Athletic Training lube. I or. mean. We're using it for massages or something. Oh, my God. We're getting... Whether they're self or uh, something else. This is the 100th and the last episode, apparently. Apparently. Sorry, Spotify. That's okay. All right. Let's 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 have a fun show here. Okay. All right. On to the show. Yep. Enough of this nonsense. <laughs> Whimsical. <laughs> whimsical. <laughs> I don't know if anybody would ever call us whimsical. All right, let's. Uh, Sounds too. Let's do our fictional athletic trainer. Okay. Last week, oh, I, I didn't even pull up the, the stats on last week. We had the Thanksgiving special, apple pie versus pumpkin pie, and we're gonna see who won that one in just okay. one second. As soon as Chad can figure out his stuff. Um, <laughs> apple pie, 61% of the votes on Candid ATC, which is our Twitter account. Uh, 39% for pumpkin pie. So I think that's what you went with. Yep. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, we also had some Instagram stuff and it was about the same. So very interesting. I don't know why. I, I disagree, but you win that. You win this one. You always do. Well, that's because apple pie is better. So this week, I just rounded out the old Queen's Gambit. The old Queen's Gambit. Have Number you seen Number one it? show in the world right now. You have, have you I seen have it? I have not seen it. Okay. I've seen, the, you, pre- I've seen the preview. Are I, you? I probably will watch it. Only because there's seven of them? Um, yeah. It's actually very appealing to me. Yeah. If that, if that was a... If it was being, and maybe it will be, I don't know, but if that was going to be another show, like, oh, it's seven season in, and like, what? Are, where are we? Like, I wouldn't watch it. I'm kind of, I'm at my limit right now. We're in the middle of Blacklist. Um, I am not capable of watching another one or two more shows. I think, I think I'm out. I'm kind of stuck in the same boat right now, trying to just maintain all the TV watching that we're doing yeah. right now. I mean, I've... I've literally, um, I think I told you this, like I, I didn't get rid of it. So if you still need to get a hold of me or something like that, but I took the, the apps for Instagram and Facebook off my phone to just try to, um, give myself a little more time kind of like Mm -hmm. I found myself when I was bored, I'd open up an app and I'm like, this is really dumb. Like I, I should be doing something else. Not that you shouldn't constantly be going to candid underscore ATC because, you know, you guys are way more important than I am. Um, but I just, I needed to like take a break from social media. And so I find myself actually reading other things, which is great. Yeah. Actual information. Yeah. Like educational articles, maybe, 
Um, not necessarily evidence-based, just educational <laughs> articles. Um, and I don't find them on social media. So therefore, sometimes I feel like I'm experiencing other parts of the world, which is really nice. Um, I've read more books. I've gotten back into my audiobooks a little bit more, which is really nice. Um, yeah, anyway, where was I going with that? Oh, Queen's Gambit. If I had, I, maybe I have a little bit more time now, but I'm trying to limit my, like, my life being kind of held down by TV shows. Gotcha. Yeah, if that makes sense. Until the Canada Athletic Trainers make a TV show. Must see TV. Must see. I wonder if we could. Can so we we're gonna TV show? we're gonna explore this yeah, we world of chess show. a little bit. I've got a I've got okay. a game for you. Yep. We're gonna call a it game of chess. A little bit. Okay. Well, first I'm gonna ask you. When you think about chess in general, it's like a very strategic thing. Yep. You're Bobby Fisher. To, would you consider that almost like part of the eval, part of the rehab or other? Or like what part of the job of the athletic trainer is the most cerebral, I guess, is the way to ask. Oh, oh, oh. In your opinion. Well, I guess it would... Which part of the job makes you think seven steps ahead is, oh, man, that's tough. I don't think the eval, because you're kind of going off of what you're hearing in the moment. Um, emergency action plan is probably, that jumps out to me right away, because you have to be prepared for the next seven things. And if number three goes this way, you're going to have to do it this way. Um Rehab as well, though. Hmm. I'm going to... Okay, so I'm going to go rehab because I think the game of chess has so many different avenues that it could go down where the emergency side of it, like, right, being being prepared for the next seven things if one of your players goes down, um, it's pretty linear. Like, there's not... Maybe there's three different directions it can go, but not 40, like mm. rehab. So I'm going to go rehab. Okay. I, I tend to agree with you. I was just wondering what your thoughts were. That's a good question, though. Um, and before, Maybe before, more athletic trainers should play chess. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going to, before we get into the actual fictional athletic trainer debate, I'm going to I want to play two truths, one lie with you. Two truths, one lie. Okay. Because I'm a little bit of a chess nerd, a little bit. You, yeah, you, well, you would be. So let me just I'm give more, you. I'm more of a checkers guy. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you three statements. Okay. Two of which are true. All right. One which is not. Okay. And I, I want to see if you can get this one. Two true, one not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're statement totally number off, one. We're totally off the fat, by the way. <laughs> yeah. We're we're digressing. Anyway. Number one. number one. Okay. I have a Bobby Fisher autographed book. Okay. At my parents' house. Okay. Statement number two. Uh-huh. I took a college course, chess class. Okay. Scored an A. Okay. In the class. All right. Statement number three. I've entered one chess tournament in my life, and I won it. Those are your three statements. One of them is not true. Oh. 
See how if you would have said I have a Bobby Fisher signed book, is that what? what That's what it? I said. That was the book? first one. Yeah. If you would have said it was here, I would have said BS. No. But you, you, the fact that you said it's at your parents' house, yeah, I just makes me think you have your your mom has a plastic bin of stuff she's just holding on for you, holding on to for you. Um, now, you went to college twice. I'm pretty sure you didn't take a chess class while you were going through athletic training school because you wouldn't have wasted, not that it would be a waste of time, but you were too busy getting all of your classes in so that you could graduate on time and get on with the career that you wanted to be in. When you were at Whitewater, not that you were messing around, but you had a little more free time. You had a general business kind of degree going on, so maybe you had to, you had a little bit more like credits you needed to just fill you being you, you would definitely say, hey, if I'm going to take a class, it'd be kind of nice to learn something. So I'm going to take a chess class. I like chess. You would probably get an A in it because I can't imagine you don't get an A in chess as long as you learn how to play the game. Um, the tournament, and then you won. I feel like if you would have entered a tournament and you won, Unless it was just like a tournament amongst you and your buddies, if this was an official tournament, you won it. I feel like you would play. You would have played chess more in your life. But for some, for anybody to have something signed by Bobby Fischer, I think is pretty rare. I mean, there's literally like, where is he? Nobody knows where he is. Um, he's, he's actually deceased. Is he? Yeah, he he passed oh. away in two thousand eight. Oh, okay. I just remember the whole like finding Bobby Fisher thing. Yeah, he went overseas because he was um, going to play a a game against somebody. I don't know if they were from Yugoslavia. Yeah, but he went to Yugoslavia to play them in a uh-huh. game, and it was at the time on the do not visit list, mm. and so basically he got exiled, mm. and then he kind of bounced around. Ended up oh, well. his life in Iceland, and I think he passed away in Iceland. All right, so you had, you have a Bobby Fisher book, or have looked into him a lot. Um, is it signed though? This is actually really fun. This is interesting. Okay, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say you don't have a signed book, and you have taken a chess class, and you've entered a tournament, and you won it. So the false one is the first one. Final answer? Final answer. You are correct. Yeah. I, it had um, nothing to do with you, though. It had everything to do with, like, man, if anybody's got an autographed book from Bobby Fischer, that's pretty special. Yeah, that would be actually kind of neat. Uh, I got all that information off of Google in the 10 minutes before you came up. Cause no I way. Knew I wanted really? to play this game. Oh, yeah. okay. I figured you, you actually had, like, a... A Bobby Fisher biography or something. No, I don't. Okay. Uh, took a chess class my first year at Whitewater, yes. Yeah. Uh, my very first semester. Yep. Uh, it was basically as long as you went to all the classes, you were guaranteed yeah. to be, and then you played every uh, played one game every week. If you won more than 50% of your matches, you got an A. If you lost more than 50% of your matches, you got a B. That's interesting. So just for going to the class, you automatically got a B. 
Interesting. I'm surprised. And I'm surprised that it, it was based on whether or not you won games. Yeah. I mean that there was a lot of hurt feelings in that class. Then. Yep. Wow. No. Hey. No. You know, participation ribbons and freaking chess class. And and the the tournament that I entered. Yeah. I was in fourth grade. Okay. It was in my school. Okay. And it was the first. It was the first time I'd ever really. I had been playing chess for like a couple months. Were you playing against older kids? Fifth graders. Ooh. Fifth, fifth graders down. Wow. And I was fourth grade, and I ended up. I did win the tournament. But How many I people mean, were in this tournament? I that I couldn't tell you. I could tell what you. What grade th- school did you go to? What's that? What grade school did you go to? It's called Mill Valley Elementary huh. I in Muskego. Yeah. Uh, I do remember beating a fifth grader in the finals. Okay. And I remember he actually cried. Going th- nope, going through the match. <laughs> I looked at the board at one time time and I went, "Oh, he's one move away from winning." And he didn't see the move. Oh. And then I ended up Interesting. I ended up winning, but he had the opportunity too. Wow. Anyways, that was the highlight. That was the high point of my life. You know what I like? You know what I like about this ago. whole segment that you, is we got to know you a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do more of that. Anyways, no, no, let's, no, 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 no. let's do an actual fictional okay. athletic trainer. Chess. The chess pieces. Because I'm going to be honest, watching the show, it was a great show, but they're not, the characters, there's only a handful, and I don't think any of them would really stand out as an athletic trainer. So let's talk sure. about the chess pieces. Which chess piece is most like an athletic trainer. Well, we are pawns very often, right? You're not kidding. I mean, we are sacrificed. You feel like a pawn. We are sacrificed often. often. With that, every once in a while, that one pawn still hanging out and could cause some real damage. You're that pawn Later that gets on. to the end line and turns yeah. into the queen. And that maybe you're valuable. Um, but you're definitely the... Man, there's a lot of athletic trainers out there that definitely feel like they are the pawn, the first to go. Like I, I do agree. We, we need you first out there so that you're the first one to go. Low on the totem pole. Yeah. Which I've heard is actually the good place. Yeah, the, the expression person. low on the totem pole, I think that's backwards. Yeah. I think the higher you are up on a totem pole, I think the, more the worse your status is. The low ones are actually the highest ranking people. I I mean I I don't know the yeah. accuracy of that statement, yeah. but I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree that the safest person and the one that's most protected is the one that's on the bottom and and actually creating the base yeah. of well, your community. More right? people see it and can pay respect uh, to. Oh, anyways, yeah, maybe, off topic know. again. We'd have to know the history of totem poles that way. Yeah, we're gonna have to look that one up. We'll have to look that one up. Unless anybody knows, then All you can right. let us know. So pawns. Okay, so they get can sacrificed. only they they get sacrificed a lot. Um, Head I down, think it's, one step at a time. Yep, one step at a time. It's always got to be forward. Forward, unless you're um, unless you're attacking someone, then you can. Then you can go diagonal, which not very often can we go diagonally to attack anybody. We're very limited in movement here. Yes, 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 yes. Which may or may not be the life of an athletic trainer. You have to have a little bit of flexibility 
So it's very interesting. Well, I mean, even think about the career in general. How many how many rungs of the athletic training ladder are there in a career? You know, I mean, think about your not many. Yeah, I mean, you're you're an assistant athletic trainer, or you're the head athletic trainer. You are, or you're just the head athletic trainer of a high school, or and then there's just one rung, um, or there's just you know, this ladder is straight administrative and this one's straight educational and this one's straight, uh, sports silos, silos. Yeah. So that's the problem with career. I will say that the lens athletic trainers also to be either pawns or rooks Mm. because they either go up and down or side to side. Mm. Right. Yeah. That's the, yeah, the rook. Yep. Um, and I think rooks possibly represent the career paths of athletic trainers. Well, maybe. I like where you're going with this. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of like going two steps up or one step up and two steps over and one step up and two steps over or one, two steps up, one step over. Well, that sounds more like a knight. Exactly. That's a, that's a lot of careers in athletic training, but I do... I really think a lot of athletic trainers, I mean, you were, you've been on one path as a, as an athletic trainer. I've been on no path. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're kind of like, I mean, movement wise, you're a little, you're a little king. Yeah. You don't ever touch me. <laughs> yeah. You never, you never really go anywhere. You go one step this way. Whether it's forward, side, angle, a little back. Take two steps forward, you take two steps back. A little Paul Abdul there. I mean, it's kind of just depends, right? Like you've you've worked in different sports, Mm -hmm. but you've kind of always had the same position. At the same time, your position's changed a little bit from the financial world. I mean, you went from part-time to full-time. That was a big step. But your job didn't really change mm. at all. No, not much. Like some you, you sport got some transitions, but whatever. Yeah, and then you got added. You had some other responsibilities of working for the mm-hmm. clinic slash hospital, mm-hmm. but not much. It Correct. wasn't like this game changer. Anyway, rooks. Rooks. Anything about rooks? Um, what do you got on rooks? I mean, they can advance really quickly. They can. They can retreat. They can go backwards, yeah. which pawns cannot. Yeah. I mean, the, all the rest of them can go backwards. Pawns can never go back. You can only go forward, which is interesting. Um, what about the, I mean, so from I, that standpoint, what about the actual daily duties of being an athletic trainer? Do we do we ever really get opportunities to take steps back? To, for a redo? Yeah. Never. Yeah. Like we, we Maybe. never. Oh. Occasionally. Some rehabs you need to like yeah. take a couple steps back because maybe you thought you were at the next step, but you're not. And hmm, maybe. Well, what's interesting is with all these pieces, except for the knight, you can get blocked. You get mm. limited in movement where the knight can leapfrog others. True. Is that, mm. is there anything there? Hmm. I mean, I'm, I like the versatility of the night in that it can go front, back, side to side, all on the same. You know, yeah. it's like very. 
it can be very evasive. It can be very flexible in movement. I think the night is very much like an athletic trainer. You have yeah. to stay agile in terms of, oh, I got to be doing rehab, but now I got to be doing a modality, yada, 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 all that stuff. We've gone into. I think, yeah, I, I really do think nights are like quiet navigators, mm-hmm. right? Like they they travel across the entire board, but in very different directions, at but in one stage at a time. Maybe that's a little representation of the life of an athletic trainer. Yeah, I that's right? what I originally thought. Not necessarily even the career, just kind of like you want to know what it, you want to know what it's like to be an athletic trainer. Always take one step up and then two to the right. Yeah, and then every once in a while you're going to have to take two to the left and then one up. And it makes you feel <laughs> like you need to, to move the piece three times to get where you really want to go. Yeah, that's a good point. I think true bishops. Angles, baby. All on the angles, which <laughs> is about the only thing you can say for it. The yeah. angles, like in rehab and just cutting corners. Um, Ooh, cutting corners. Yeah. I I think it's the less path useful. The path than, of least resistance yeah. sometimes. Some athletic trainers' lives. You know, some, some yeah. get, I mean, I don't know. I can't, uh, I don't know. I can't argue that I didn't have a path of least resistance to the major league baseball world yeah not well, that i didn't work hard at it let's but talk, like let's talk about I the definitely queen. took an angle let's talk about the queen the most move, movable mm. the most versatile and also the most like coveted the like most coveted like, which you, is where the only drawback in this because i don't think athletic trainers within the the sports scene are the most coveted part of it well i i'll uh, our are, is the queen the most under attack? At all? Oh, that's a good point. You, you're think, putting the most pressure on the queen, yeah, because you want to get it off the board. If you can get, if you get the queen off the board and You've, you don't win, you yeah. suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. The queen is under, usually under the most amount of pressure. I don't oh, know. Do we do call. we think we're the we're the most under pressure? I think sometimes who's under we, more? Well, the coaches are probably under I think some the, pressure. I but. think the coaches. Um, from the, even like definitely like say the high school level, you know, I don't, I don't think an administration or a, an athletic director or, you know, even a co- all the coaching staff, like they're not going to blame losses on the athletic trainer. I think that can happen in the college world. I think it does happen in the professional world. Um, Oh, it happens in the college. Don't worry. Yeah. There's not a season that goes by where I haven't heard about all the how the injuries have affected yeah. the team. Yeah. And I think that's that's real in every level. I just think as the levels go higher, the more onus goes on to the athletic yeah, the stakes, trainers. The stakes are worth more. Because I think if you, even if you're a college athletic or if, even if you're a college coach and you're blaming the athletic training staff or the medical staff as a whole, like including like the strength and conditioning staff on why your team didn't do very well. Like, I mean, you're just, that's a cop out. I think on the professional end, because there's some, uh, expectations of the players to stay healthy because you're paying them so much. I think that's, it creates a different world on the high school. end, if now granted it just don't be a crappy athletic trainer, but if you're being blamed for high school kids tearing their ACLs and things like that, I mean like that's just bullshit. Yeah. Like F off. Um, 
The administration needs to be fired then. Um, All right. How about this? Yeah. 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 So I, I think queens and kings. Yep. Have hands. Oh. All right. <laughs> if you want to get into the nitty gritty yeah. here, that's going to help them. Yeah, but they don't get to use their hands while they're playing chess. Do yeah. they? I don't know. No. I'm just thinking of the actual physical. Well, what pieces. about I mean, what about the king? Is there is there anything that's actually athletic training like the king other than It it can move in all directions. Yeah. It just can But non-stop. not very far. But so can the queen in but the queen can go as far as it as far as it wants as long, in well, any direction. As long, yeah, can't go through people, but yeah. I don't know. Ooh, this is actually kind of tough. I on my. I'm gonna go with the knight. I yeah. like I like the, the the knight so far has been my the agility, the elusiveness, the mm-hmm. the. <sighs> it's not a straight line. Nothing is straight line in the athletic training world. Yeah. So that's where I'm going. There's no right or wrong, obviously, to these things. It's very it will be interesting to, to to hear all your opinions. I think it's a good representation of like what you think your career is like. Which it's, one do you think it's, it's like? Day to day activities, or even your daily stuff. Yeah, the day to day activities versus the career path. You can think about this on yeah. so many different levels, which has actually been a really fun conversation. And I think this will be right here. These kind of conversations will be so much better when we're doing the live stream and you guys are involved in this and you can give us little comments and we can kind of just jump off on some of your comments. So it will be fun when we do this in the future. So anyways, we can push a button and be like, Oh, well, Phil from Albuquerque says, (laughs) you said night as well. Phil, you're going night. I'm going night. Okay. We agree. You don't have to agree with us, but give us your two cents. Um, Ote. Ote. Where are we going with this thing next? Well, we got top five. We got FMK. We got uh, friend or foe. Let's go with um, friend or foe. Friend or foe. Last week, we did practice plans. Knowing the practice plan ahead of time, is it a friend or a foe? And we put it up on the social media, and it's like 90% friend, 10% foe. Yeah. And I don't know if I agree with that. But. I Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's that. Hi. <laughs> uh boy. I mean, I, I do think, I think we both said, said it was like, it's a friend. Like, ult- ultimately, it really is a friend. But if the people that voted said friend, but if you scroll through the comments, mm-hmm. they're all foes. <laughs> yeah. So the, the coaches that can't stay on topic, that's a foe. Yeah. Which is what we said last week. But for the most part, people yeah. think just knowing is half the battle. What is that? Uh, Give it to me. Come on, you know it. Knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half the battle. Ancient proverb from, I don't know. An no. 80s toy. Um, Simon says. Knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half the battle. An 80s toy. Mm, I'm going to make you work for yeah, this one. Yeah, I'll work for that one. You want to look it up? Or you no, want me to I'm not going to look it up. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it for a second. Okay, yeah. And knowing is half the battle. And knowing it's is half the battle. It's an 80s toy. An 80s toy. Okay. Yeah. And it's not Simon. No. Okay. So this week we're going to say, friend or foe, using your own vehicle. Battleship? No. <laughs> no. That might even be a 70s toy. Using your own vehicle. I'm going to write it down just so I don't forget to tell yeah. you if you don't have it by the end of the show. Okay. 
Um, using your own vehicle to get to or from practice or Carding just about. And, yeah. Ah, using your own vehicle. I'm going to say, oh, man. Do you Have you had to do this often? Um, yeah, I mean, I've had to, you know, transport people to appointments and things like that with my own vehicle. Um, I spent, I don't know, a year and a half being an outreach athletic trainer Mm -hmm. for a PT company that, I mean, I, half of my job was literally just driving across the city every single day to different practice facilities and so forth um i'm gonna say faux now this is why i think if you had to drive like you you have to drive to go to your baseball practice facility from your place of work so, I mean, your your field that you practice on and play on, like, both of them are miles away. like Many miles. Many, like, where you play is many, many, many miles away. Um, and if, say, I was an, an athletic trainer for a basketball team at a college or a high school, whatever it is, and for some reason the gymnasium slash arena – that we played at and practiced at was off campus and mm-hmm. it was very far away. And I had to drive from my office as an athletic trainer doing treatments to that facility or whatever it is. My main thing about using my own vehicle is that my job is now a foe. I feel like for me, I don't like, I want everything to be where I am. I, I really, I really, did not like being at a clinic and then having to drive 35 minutes to a soccer practice. And then maybe after going to that soccer soccer practice, driving another 25 minutes to um, gymnastics. Gymnastics. Yeah. Like I hated it. Um, and you can talk about getting reimbursed for mileage all the F you want. And the, I mean, even the standpoint of, Okay, so say they gave me a vehicle to drive and I would have had to go back to um, my home base clinic in order to like go pick up my car to drive home. Just the fact that I have to drive everywhere and use my own car for any aspect of my job on the regular, I don't like my job. So therefore, it's a foe. I have a tough time with it as well. Uh, My least favorite, I've joked about this for more than a decade is my least favorite part is getting the coolers from the athletic training room downstairs yeah. into my car. So I got to use a cart. Then I got to put the cart back because the cart's not coming with me to the field. Cause it doesn't, it's got to right. stay there. Getting the stuff into my car, then getting to the field, taking it out of my car mm-hmm. into the field and then reversing it all the way, Yeah, you know, through after practice, getting it back in my car, then to campus Park my car, go up, get the get the cart, come back down. It's just a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, Not to mention, like you can't, like you, you could, but it would be 
probably a shit show. Like, what if you just had like a little four door car? Yeah. Like, you purposely now I have buy, to have a, a big enough car. Yeah, to make you, sure I can. I mean, get, like you purposely buy an SUV. Like yeah. you had it, and like or you had like a little pickup, like four door pickup truck before. Like you and granted, I think you also that's kind of what you want as, yeah. to drive. But at the same time. What if all of a sudden you were just like, you know what? I really just want something that's like great on gas mileage, and I want a smart it car. Fits. Yeah, like your job is changing what your your availability to drive is. Yeah. Well, here's the here's the counter argument. To, Which I do to have. This. I have a complaint about that too. But anyway. What about smart cars? No, no, no. Well, yeah, but <laughs> that's a totally different <laughs> argument. Um, the counter argument would be the flexibility of not getting tied to something. Yeah. Having your car being able to leave or go or should something happen, you can adjust because you have your car and you can, you know, go or do or whatever you need to do. Maybe you need to take someone. Um, Maybe you need to leave early because you have a meeting or go back or whatever it might be. There is a little bit of freedom to it. Do you think, do you think it should be on the athletic trainer to transport athletes to appointments. Oh, this this was actually something I wanted to bring up as a feature topic sometime. Yeah. It's something that I used to do wholeheartedly 100% of the time was take all my athletes to their appointments and I never do anymore. Yeah. Something I've gotten worse at as my career, which is where I wanted to go. Things you've gotten worse at yeah, as your career yeah, yeah. has gone on. Mm-hmm. That is the number one for me. Do you think that's worse though? I just don't have that ability to, because if I, if I'm at the appointment, there's something else going on and uh-huh. it, it's just tough. It's tough for me to go to. And I know it's the expectation for some sports and some whatever. It was written into my contract. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, I think if you have a good, if you can communicate well with your doctor, there's no reason that you need to be there. They'll follow up with you. They'll tell you. Yeah. I can pick up my phone, call the doctor, and have a 15 minute conversation with him anytime I want. Well, what? Okay. How be like, hey, this? what do you what you see? They're gonna tell me. Yeah. How about this? Say you go to the appointment. Say do you still you <laughs> say me. <laughs> I have no idea what you're singing. Lionel um, Richie. Okay. Um, do you think you need to transport that athlete to that appointment? Like, do you think that's do you think that's a fair expectation that nobody nobody has to handle getting themselves to appointments because the athletic trainer will take the athlete to the appointment? I really just because sh- you're going to be there too. I really struggle with it. I really do. I don't know. Uh, do I think it's I think it would probably be best? I think there's best exceptions. practices. But is it realistic? No. I mean like I really I think there's a there's exceptions. I I've literally transported guys to um follow-up appointments because of after surgery and they can't drive. I mean they're either they're on painkillers yeah. or they're, you know, they had ACL surgery on their right knee, like you can't drive. Um at the same time I can't tell you how many times I picked up a grown man from their residence, wherever they stayed, 
just to put them in my car and take them to an appointment that was 10 minutes away that GPS could have got them to. Right. And granted, I wanted, so like. Don't they have an entourage and posse that can get in there? Yeah, me, baby. Um, I think I wanted to be there because I wanted to ask the questions. Right. And I want I wanted to well but don't remember, you think you remember could... when like we were going through this in your with your elbow pain and hey remember you told me this at this time? Like we're athletic trainers are always a little better about that. I also think I think it takes the responsibility off of the physician to be a little more thorough. I think it takes the, the responsibility of the physician off a little bit to be a little more communicative communicative with you right like i think it's really it sucks because it's us doing more work again in order to make our jobs easier if that even Mm -hmm. makes sense yeah we have to do more to do less later yeah and i think but i just always so i mean there's many times in my life that i was supposed to transport somebody and i'm like you know what my car is just like not efficient to i i can't i used to drive a lifted jeep like an an 04 lifted jeep wrangler like if somebody just had surgery the last thing they want to do is be in a lifted jeep wrangler that is uncomfortable it's loud it's hard to get into like all the above like even though every guy was like, ah, oh, cool Jeep, man, yeah. really cool Jeep. It's just like, this is really inconvenient. Yeah. And so I always felt a little pressure to like borrow my now fiance's car or like whatever it was. I mean, and yet that wasn't the car I wanted to drive. I yeah. wanted to drive my Jeep. How, how about this? Or my car now. Like some of the guys I used to treat, like they'd be like, dude, this is like tiny. Like how <laughs> can I fit in this? That's that's where I was going. When I um, was an intern with the, the yeah. Bucks, they asked me to drive down to Chicago for the games down in Chicago. Sure. Which is a 90-minute drive. Yeah. An hour to a 90-minute depending on traffic, yeah. right? And they got me a pass, whatever. So I'm at in Chicago for the road game. And right after the game, one of the players, starting center, yeah, seven foot one, seven uh-huh. foot two, asked yep. me, "Hey, I don't want to ride on the bus back to Milwaukee. Can I just ride with you? Can we go <laughs> right now so we don't have to wait for the bus so I can get home forty five minutes earlier?" Right, of course. Now I'm driving the number one overall pick in the <laughs> NBA draft home in my in your car vehicle. Yeah. Knees to his chest uh-huh. yeah. in the front seat, like uh-huh. sweating bullets that I'm going to get into an accident and right. the multi-million dollar athlete is going to yeah. you know, <laughs> get hurt. Yeah, I'm like, is this even okay with the team? And he's like, yeah, no, I can do what I want. So you're going to yeah. drive me home. I want to get home early. I'm like, okay. I, I did used to offer, well, that's, that's wild, by the way, that the team would even be like, yeah, just go, you know, like whatever. Huh. You don't have to take the bus back. Right. I mean, we used to... If we had games in Chicago, I mean, some guys would drive separately down, but it was just they they had to drive, right? Or them and their wife had yeah. to drive, right? And guys would obviously ride together. Um, I did what I started doing is if I had a guy that needed to go somewhere, I would always I would always say to the player, "Hey." 
Like, if it would make you more comfortable, like, let's just take your car. I'll just drive your car. And yeah, it to me is like, if you trust me with your life, I don't care how expensive your car is, you should trust me driving your car. Yeah. And then, I mean, I'm, I'm a really good driver, but, <laughs> and like, I, I, that's what I used to do. Yeah. What to get around, like, whatever. Right. Um, wow. That was, we're, what segment are we we're doing? We're a friend or foe still. Okay. So using your own vehicle, what do you got? Foe. Foe. We're both yeah. saying foe. Yeah, I'm saying foe. Okay. We'll see what you say. That was, that was some good banter. All right. And then I, well, tying this back to like our high school athletic trainers, because self-admitting, we don't think about it as much just because we haven't done it. It's not Um, our experiences. Yeah. Sorry. You, you shouldn't be transporting people like their parents should be. Correct. Like, I, I don't care. Like you should not be doing that like that. Those are almost 95% of your high school athletic or athletes are minors like don't be transporting anybody don't get into that can of worms yeah definitely don't or at least and if you're gonna if you're going to transport transport both parent and athlete (laughs) uber uber at that's That's it we've just created uber at that's how much can we charge maybe that's how we make our money back double that's our salary there you go uber at that that's our salary do more do more (laughs) driving Hey, you know what? This is how you can make up for not making enough money. Do more stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Knowing half the battle, you got it yet or no? No? Okay. No. All right, we're going to move on. I wasn't even thinking. We're going to move on to FMK here. Knowing is half the battle. Okay, FMK. We are going to, I don't know, agility ladder exercises. So if you, this is your first time listening, F1, marry one, kill one. We're going to give you three versions Three of these, and you have to F1, marry one, kill one. I don't know. You got to give it to me. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> the three exercises? No. Knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe's. Really? Yeah. That is a slogan from G.I. Joe's. Yeah. Knowing gonna, is half the battle. Yeah. So here here we go. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i look it up just okay. to confirm. You're going to do icky F- shuffle. Yep. In, in, out, out. Ooh. That's and what jumping said. jack. Um. So jack, first off, jumping jack flash. How do you spell icky shuffle? I originally spelled it I C K Y. Oh. And then I asked you, and you said there's an e in there. I C K E Y. And I think you're right. I think so. I think you brought this whole conundrum up because I think. Almost all athletic trainers have their athletes do the icky shuffle during an agility ladder. But for one, I, a lot of people don't even know who icky was. And then... Who is icky? Yeah. Like, why are you doing the icky shuffle? Do you, you know who icky was? You knew who he was? Yes. Most... I you, the, could I could I have told you, like, when he played or, like, things like that? I, I would have been like, ah, uh, 80s? 80s. <laughs> but I, And I wouldn't have been able to honestly... I just remember seeing him do the dance and that like it was in my lifetime. I do not remember. I couldn't, I couldn't even have told you what team he played for, to be honest. Oh, I could, I couldn't have told you that. Bengals. Yeah. I now there was a resurgence of mm-hmm. said icky. Yeah, we got that. I think we got that. Names. Number 44. Woo! 44, that's me. Get some cold cuts, get some cold cuts, get some cold cuts. 
Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on charge. Cold cuts. Get your cold cuts. I think everybody was saying that in 2014. Everybody wanted cold cuts in 2014. <laughs> Wants cold cuts. Gets cold cuts. And he slams his and knee on the was, floor. But that's, that's the icky. best part. That's icky. That's icky. So if you didn't know, that's but icky. Here's, here's my favorite thing about this is that you can be an athletic trainer or strength conditioning coach or whatever. You put an agility ladder out there and just say icky shuffle. And people that don't know who Icky is will just automatically do it because they know what it is. Yes. Which is? In, oh, in, out. And then in, in, out. So it's, it's two in, two one in, out. one out. Yes. Then two in, one out. Yeah. Which is different than in, in, out, out. Correct. And it's definitely different than the Dion shuffle, which is just yeah, side. Yeah, I want to know how come, I want to know why these other NFL stars with great end zone celebrations didn't get into the agility ladder. I think Dion would have a good Dion, one. Well, Dion's is like angle your body at a 45 degree angle, go two forward, one back. No, I feel like. No, right? he was like, he was kind of like a. No, is it two Going back, forward, like a forward? kind of like a karaoke. I guess. Right foot, left foot behind, right foot, and then the other direction. What 45. about like, I mean, you could also say like straight leg. Like high stepping. Yeah. He could just be, he could have had too many. Maybe oh, that's what it is. White Shoes Johnson. Billy White Shoes Johnson. Yeah, he, mu- he must have had a good agility exercises. Oh. The knee shaking. The I mean, there's been shaking. some. Uh, anyway, so. This, this is my favorite part of the icky shuffle. Yeah. At no point when said icky, what was his name? Um, Woods, right? Icky Woods. Icky Woods. Um, at no point when he actually does the dance, does it actually look like it would improve your agility. He was a big guy for a running back. He was agile. Mm-hmm. But the dance itself is not very high agility. No, you're right. You're it's right. like very simple step, 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 step. Like there's no like, oh my God, like, wow, that you, you, you proved you were an athlete right there. <laughs> Not like the Dirty Bird. The Dirty Bird was a good one. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Icky Shuffle, in, in, out, out, jumping jack feet. I'm a, you know, a jumping jack. So in, out, in. Both basically, feet in, then both feet out, then both feet yeah. in, then both feet out. You said hopscotch. It's basically, basically hopscotch. Basically right? In a way. And like, except for like the one there's foot. There's no, there's like, never a one foot. It's always two yeah. feet. And you're not throwing a rock out there to like see which one you got to Maybe we should skip. be. And maybe we should. Maybe we should put our athletes' lives in peril. Are you effing one and marrying one and killing one? I am going to marry in, in, out, out. <laughs> I bet you are. Yeah, I am. I'm going to. Double your pleasure. I'm going to F the icky and I'm going to kill the jumping jack flash feet. Is there any reasons? Well, just your preferences. They ask my, I think in in out out is the most like agility. I think there's the highest amount of agility that is needed. I think the icky shuffle honestly is the brain teaser for a lot of athletes. And then I just think there's never a point in athletic movement where you're doing a jumping jack going forwards. Mm. So I'm going to kill it. 
It doesn't replicate any other athletic movement other than the jumping jack. Uh, okay. I feel like I'm going to kill in, in, out, out. Okay. Um, I don't know how... I'm trying to see it in my head going, your body is never moving. Your feet are moving, but like... Yeah? You're staying above the agility ladder the entire time. Yep. I suppose you are with a jumping jack feet though too. You are. At least with the icky shuffle, you're getting your torso a little side to side. Okay. Barry Sanders would have an argument against that. His feet were flailing everywhere and his upper body wasn't moving was at good. all. He was good. <laughs> um, I also feel like Man, all right, Icky Shuffle on Marion because okay. I feel like the tempo is the best of the three. Okay. You're actually being, I feel like, more agile than the other ones. I feel like the other ones, you're just working on foot speed, but you're not actually doing anything productive. All right. All right. All right. All right. You're just trying to get up and down as fast as you can. Makes sense. I get you. Where at least with the, the Icky Shuffle, it's almost like a basketball player who dribbles a lot but never goes anywhere. Okay, okay. At least with the icky shuffle, you're going somewhere. All right, all right. The other ones, you're like just dribbling in place and trying to look cool, but you're not like doing anything. Mm, that's a fa- um, that's actually a fair assessment. I love the agility ladder like videos that you find on social media of like guys are just like their feet are like lightning. Yeah. But you're kind of like, ah, did that really do anything? Yeah. Like, yeah. Did that really translate to being a better soccer player? No, you have not. you have quick feet, but you yeah. have no agility. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'll f with the jumping jack feet. Okay. Um, only because maybe there's a little bit more explos- explosiveness to it. Okay. And All I'll right. kill All the right. in in out out, even though it has the best name for this game. In in out out. Yeah, for FMK, it would make the most dirty entendre. <laughs> Double entendre. But you're just, you just, you can't control if you're in, in, out, out. You just, I don't know. Huh. So I'm going to kill it. It's it's just fast feet with really no results to me. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, that's, that's what I got, which that's is, fair. it's tough. <laughs> Do you use the agility ladder a lot? Do you use it quite a bit? Uh, not anymore, no. I mean, Did you, though? My, uh, yeah. Well, as part of your rehabs, would you use oh. it? Or is that more strength conditioning, like performance? I will say it ended up being more on the strength conditioning side than ever in my rehabs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I definitely say it was more on the performance side. I kind of agree. I don't use it as much in my rehabs as I think I probably could. I will, I just, I will say I didn't, you know, I worked in... Footwork is is very important in baseball, but not agility ladder footwork from a rehab standpoint. Yeah. I don't I need to know that you can shuffle and I need to know that you can change direction, but not necessarily do an icky shuffle in order to like pass a test for right. rehab. I agree. Like there's nothing about rounding bases that is relevant with a ladder. I agree. So. It's just like one push and go. Yeah. 
Baseball's not athletic. <laughs> None of your athletes that play baseball. All right. Next. We got top five. Okay. Kevin. Whoa, and this Jack. is going to kind of springboard us into our feature topic where we're going to kind of just whoop. talk about the show and where we've come in 100 episodes. Oh, God, 100 episodes. Kevin, Old tell man. me what you think are the top five most listens to, listened to episodes that we've done. Top five most listened to slash downloaded episodes. Um, okay. Uh, number one, for sure. Number one. The OG. The OG, the first episode. I, it's always been... Anytime we've ever looked at numbers, and I haven't looked at numbers in months, but it was always like the number one. And I think it always answered our question of, I think people maybe listen to the most recent, but then they go back to number one. Um, or they just start at number one. Then I'm going to say number two, number f- which is, <laughs> number two is number four, which is the ICE podcast, Why You Hate Your Athletes. Um, and why we, and we talk about why we don't ice. Uh, then I'm going to go pet peeves, which was number six. And then I'm going to say rehab hacks, which was number 23. And then because this is the candid athletic training podcast, number, my last number five is AT porn, which (laughs) would have been number episode number 29. Why didn't we make that episode number 69? We should have. Yeah. I don't think we could. I don't think we could wait that long. No, just like true porns, get it in, get it out, get it in, in. get it out, out. <laughs> um, well, here's the sad truth. Yeah, this is the easiest top five for me. Ever. Um, in fifth place was episode five, and fourth place was episode four, and third place was episode three, <laughs> and second place was episode two, and your number one most downloaded episode was the original number one. Oh, jeez. So people One, just seem two, to start three, four, at the beginning five. and go through it as long, you know, it's, we're binge worthy. Interesting. So I, I thought it would be all over the place and it just wasn't. It was people will start at the beginning and just work their way through. I guess. Yeah. All it makes me think of is space balls. What? <laughs> like when he's, what's the combination to the. Um, what is he trying to open? I forget what he's trying to open. And he goes, one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four, five, five. That's the stupidest combination I've ever heard of. <laughs> and then the the king or whatever, like he's like, Oh, that was like that or no. Somebody says that's the combination of my luggage. Something like that. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm that blank part. I'm blanking oh, it's I'm gonna have to watch Spaceballs yeah. again. I haven't seen it in so long. Man, I feel like so I'm good. failing right now, but it's all—it's just bringing me back to hearing Lord, like helmet, freaking dark helmet, like saying the combination one. I'm uh, gonna get there. You will, just as quickly as I got to. The earlier Knowing you know, the better. The <laughs> it is GI Joe. It was yeah. a public service announcement for kids. Knowing is half the bat. Half yeah. the battle. Interesting. Jim, All right, uh, Joe. Well, let's um, let's stay here. Well, let's yeah. let's take a two, a second, two second break, break, play the music, and then we'll come back to talking about our show. Okay. <laughs> All right, Kevin. We're gonna test your candid IQ here. That is not good. <laughs> 
So 99 episodes. I do. I, I am a participant in this podcast, I swear. Not 99 I of these things, plus a few it. bonus episodes. So I guess technically maybe we're at like 104, but don't tell anybody. I don't know. I think we, didn't we count all of no. the bonus ones in this? No. no. Some of them? No. no? Unfortunately it. not. Um, but anyways, so let's do this. Yeah. How many total minutes of Candid Athletic Training podcasts have there been? Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to say the average was 62 minutes. Carry the two. Move that decimal. <laughs> uh, total minutes. So if we've had 100, jeez, uh, could it be, could it be 6,317 minutes? Pretty good guess. Six thousand two hundred and sixty babbling minutes. Dang, that's a lot of ums ands. I was pretty good. I was pretty good on the sixty-two. Wow, it's funny because I broke them down in the quarter and yeah, how many minutes of that is just us both saying um a lot. (laughs) It's funny because the last twenty-five episodes we've actually had the fewest number of minutes because. Some of the second shows were shorter. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We had all right. So let's do this. What's okay. the lo- what's the longest show we've had, and what's the shortest show we've had? Name the, first name the show or how long? How long? Okay, so longest show. I mean, I could one hour seventeen minutes. Okay, the Shh. longest show we've had. Yeah, episode sixty nine: the candid state of athletic training. Ooh, all right. One hour, 44 minutes. Oh, yeah. That's right. 104 minutes. What that's was the, the second? That's the longest one. What was the second longest? Do you know? Oh, oh give me a second. Uh, I'll look at that information. The shortest episode? Including those shorter episodes. Correct. Right? Including the secondary ones. Okay. Uh, Looks like the second longest show we've had is 85 minutes, ooh, which would be, be an, an hour, hour 25. 25. Okay. All right. I forgot about that super long one. Mm-hmm. And we were worried that everybody would be like, oh, it's too long. Yeah. But they, we got good they, feedback from it. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. It was good. We don't get much good feedback. No. Just to let you know. Terrible. Um, so the shortest. Oh, did we ever stay under 30 minutes for any of those short episodes? You didn't include, like, the YouTube videos and stuff, right? I did not. Okay. 31 minutes and 7 seconds. <laughs> uh, I've got 32 minutes 32 Ooh, minutes down. All right. All right for episode okay. 86, yeah. Yeah. Okay, how about this? How I long remember was... always thinking, like, this one's going to be 22 minutes, and then we just, just never happen. We, we just... It's the same right now. We ramble. I When we went through this episode, I was like, hey, this one might be, like, a quick hitter, but really fun and... Just like get through it, and no. holy crap! Yeah, we turned so, we turned fat into seventeen hours. Let's go back and talk about the original show here, since it was our most popular one. Moments. How long was that show? Moments. Moments was uh, sixty-four minutes long. Forty-seven crisp no, it wasn't. minutes. Really? Now that one was yeah. Interesting. It was edited. <laughs> we we did it three we, times. Yeah, we had. Yeah, we did because we didn't it. like the way. It came out. Yeah, we had like three hours plus so of 
recording. Little, little sneak peek. Those first four episodes we pre-recorded and we kind of re- redid them, yeah. edited them. Yeah. After about episode four, maybe episode eight, we stopped editing, and it's just everything's been one take since. I, I mean, don't think we've ever. No. I don't think we've turned it off and redone anything. No, ever. we okay. So it. When was the last? That would have been. When was the last time we did um, outtakes? When was the last time we had outtakes? That would have been a good question. I don't know. Because but I, that I was the last time that you actually edited a show. Yeah, you're right. Since then, we have literally just pressed record. And go. And go. How about this? Without, other than like pausing to go to the bathroom or something. Tell me what the lineup on episode one was. Oh my God. It was called Moments. Okay, you got the feature topic. Yeah. So I got one out of whatever, four. Yep. We have a top five of fat. So moments was our FMK. The moment we knew we wanted to be an athletic trainer or mm-hmm. the most impactful moment. I talked about literally the first day I was a certified working athletic trainer. Um, okay. So our fat, our fat would have been. This, I knew this one. Okay. So our fat was. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess it was comic book related, was it? <laughs> Stone Cold faced me, um, so it wasn't. Maybe I don't know. Um, dang, FMK top five. I I could have told you everything but the top five. I had to look up top five. Top five. Top five is probably the toughest one to even come close on. FMK types of tape. What were they? White tape, K tape, stretch tape, Power Flex. Power Flex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Power Flex, white tape, kinesio tape. That I pulled K-tape. I pulled that directly out of my ass. Um <laughs> our fat our fat for episode one. Cats and dogs. Nope. Um, okay. Some like Thor keeps popping out in my head, but that's just because that's what we did with Jeremy in Vegas. Um, ah. Superman, Iron Man. Final answer? Yeah. Close. Superman Flash. Ooh. Good call. Flash. That's right. That's and I right. think for me that was What was the top five? I'm not I'm not. The, top, get the five top five was things that should be in your kit but aren't. Oh. Maybe I could have gotten that. So I would've, yeah. I would have said things that are in your kit that you never use. How about this? That would have been more of a logical in my head of like when we were talking about making this show. What episode was the first friend or foe we did? What episode number? When did we start what? friend or foe? Okay. That was randomly. You were like, hey, I got a new thing for you. <sighs> you said episode 69 was candid. Candid on athletic training. What did we call it? 69? Candid state of Candid AT. state of AT. Um, that was episode 69. We are in episode 100. 
we I remember doing a friend or foe, and then we we didn't necessarily do it every time after that, but pretty shortly after that we did seventy two. It's a good guess. Seventy four. Okay. All right, all right. I think that was. I think we've done it every Monday since. Are you sure? I w- think so. Huh. I feel like you did it, and then we didn't do it a couple times, and then it was like we. I'd have like, to go back and look because we kept coming. You kept coming up with more friend or foes. Yeah. Than anything else. Seventy. Yeah. Episode seventy four. Okay. So lastly. Yeah. Do you have a guess at how many total downloads that we've had? Total. Yeah. Holy crap. This is the last one. And I, if you don't want to give away the, the secret sauce here, I don't care, but. Um, bah. 100. You think we've had 100,000 downloads? 100. No. Because that would mean we've averaged 1,000 downloads an episode. And I don't think we're there yet. Are we there yet? Yeah, we're there. Hundred one million. <laughs> what are we at? One million. One hundred six thousand. One hundred six thousand plus a few. Plus a few. One hundred six thousand downloads. So thank you all. Jesus Christ. From the bottom of our hearts. One hundred six thousand different people listen to us. Downloads. <laughs> Just think about that. <laughs> That's a lot of listeners. One hundred six thousand downloads. And the average is about an hour. That's a lot of hours. That's a lot of people listening Listening to these two two knuckleheads from Milwaukee. Yep. Holy crap. Now that's that's 100 episodes of Candid Athletic Training right there. And we're excited for the next 100 because I think it's going to be fresh and Mm -hmm. fun. We're excited where we're taking this thing. Mm -hmm. As always, if you guys have suggestions... We'd love to hear them, as always. Absolutely. So I got nothing else. No. I just thought it was, no, no. it's always fun to look back at where we've been. I agree. From where we started to I think episode 100 is a perfect time to do that. Yeah. Because so, I think uh, going forward, we're That was the magic number. And, yeah. That was the magic number. Yeah. I always said that's going to be a moment for me of just this like, holy crap, we have done 100 episodes. I almost wanted to. It was to, the year, the year straight. Yep. And then it was a hundred. I really wanted to buy a cake for today and just yeah. like have a cake celebration, but who knows? I think I think we'll that's coming Marys. soon. Bloody Marys, maybe our first official live one. We'll just eat cake and yeah, we'll play just guessing food. games. It'll be good. Well, good. Let's um, let's close up here. Let's close it. Well, that was a good one as always. Yeah. CandidAthleticTraining.com. Um, CandidAthleticTraining.com is our website. It is where you can find everything about the Candid Athletic Training podcast. You can listen to all of the episodes currently. Um, and you can not only that, you can sign up and join the forum. You can leave us suggestions on there currently. Um, and you can kind of see what's coming next soonly (laughs) yeah um you can also buy all of that apparel we were talking about earlier get your Uh, christmas shopping done now yeah get your christmas shopping done um we have added some new items um 
there was a moment where we said we were out of stock of hats, but now we have a few more left in stock. And then we've added some new stuff like coffee mugs and masks and some other things, different sweatshirts and so forth. So jump on there and get yourself everything that's available and stock up the entire closet and pantry with Candid Athletic Training Things. Otherwise, Candid underscore ATC are the social media platform um, tags. Hashtag us and stuff. Uh, what else? Episode 100. Yeah, email us at candidathletetraining@gmail.com. Yeah, uh, we hope to have some updated stuff this week, and the live stream is closer than you on think. its way. We're gonna actually we're gonna start messing around with it this week and see if we can get it done right, so yeah. we can bring you a good product. We just got to make sure our studio <laughs> yeah, holds <laughs> AK, up. AK kitchen holds up. So, so all right, everybody, we'll keep you posted. Keep uh, watching out for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.